listening is trash. Wrestling is trash. And welcome back to another episode, a special episode of Wrestling is Trash, your trash boys are here today on this special occasion to talk some news, but most importantly, Wrestle Kingdom 17. I am Trash Boy Numero Uno, Nick Anicelli, coming to you live from Not So Sunny Right Now, California. It's Uh Friday weekend, gonna go see the new Avatar tomorrow, probably gonna be lost in that. But I'm excited for it. My old lady's a big fan of it. So I know she's amped. So if she's happy, I'm happy. But that's enough about me. I don't like talking about myself. I'm going to pass it over to my man, Trash Boy Numero Dos. Lou, Lou, how you doing this this beautiful Friday? Mm, new from the BX here. Yes, as you heard correctly, we are here on a Friday here for you all. Because we did want to get give our... Uh, very limited expertise on this New Japan show. But, Nick, I wanted to ask you real quick. When's the last time, since you're going to see Avatar tomorrow, because I saw it last week, um, when's the last time you watched the first one? And are you going to refresh yourself if it's been too long? I saw the first one in theaters when it came out, which was what, like, oh. Yeah, so um, as much as I love my wrestling I'm I, I'm torn because I could watch it for the ones listening. It's like eight o'clock Eastern, so maybe I skip Rampage Battle of the Belts, but I really don't want to because that's a good card. But I gotta watch it again. So maybe I usually wake up early, so I might just watch it tomorrow morning in bed. I feel the freshest I could be. So the day of, so about six hours of Avatar for me tomorrow. Nice, yeah. Because I so I saw Avatar in a the theater. Five times. <laughs> I saw that shit five times in the theaters. Um, Because I was blown away by that movie when it first came out. I know there's all these people out there. They hate that movie for whatever fucking reason. It's Dances with Wolves in Space. Shut the fuck up, bro. Every <laughs> movie has the same fucking... Every movie is Dances with Wolves, bro. It's all the same plot. Um, But I saw that shit in the theater many times and then... When I bought it, I had the obviously the Blu-ray. I don't collect Blu-rays anymore. Everything I have is digital. But I got it on Blu-ray. I watched it. I don't know how many times. Um, and I didn't watch it before I went to go see the new one. But I threw it on the day after, and mm-hmm. I watched it. And man, that fucking movie! The new one is really good. It's it's very very good. But the first one for me is still better like it's just it's just uh the way they introduce you into those characters in that world for me is just uh uh, a little better than the new one because the new one everything's already established yeah so they're just kind of like going forward and again the movie was awesome uh i'm probably gonna go see it again in the theater before it gets out of the theaters Mm -hmm. um even though i think it's gonna be there for a while that shit made fucking already 1.5 billion billion with a b a b um so 
yeah, he's he said something like if it it has to hit one point two billion to be profitable, and it just passed that. So he's like, well, if it if it becomes profitable, I'll make three and four. And it's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? I thought you were already making those. Yeah. So he really I, put something on Twitter that yeah, it's profitable. So I guess I'm stuck. I'm gonna have to make these other movies. So got two questions for you then. So one of my boys has never seen it. The first one <clears throat> is this one of those you really need to see the first to see the second like you might miss a couple of like oh crap that's kind of obvious oh you're gonna miss yeah if you don't see the first one you're gonna be this is one of those movies where you're not gonna be lost but you're gonna a lot of shit's not gonna make sense to you um is it that one of those movies like hey what's this hey what's this yeah you're gonna like if you haven't seen the first one you're gonna be walking into this one and you're gonna be a little confused like definitely because they don't do a lot of backtracking at all, you know. Absolutely. A lot of movies, I definitely a lot, of, a lot of other movies they kind of like hold your hand and yeah. They, no, this one doesn't do that. This one is like here we are and this is happening and let's go. So I, I don't know, bro. I, I, why would you even go see? That's a, that's something I don't understand about a lot of people. And it goes for like it goes for like movies. It goes for gaming too. Like I'm not, a lot of fucking people like this. So this game God of War Ragnarok just came out like a month or two or three ago or whatever. And it's a sequel to the God of War that came out on PlayStation. And I see a lot of people like, they just immediately jump to the new one and they're like, oh, like I have a friend of mine and I asked him, I saw him playing it. I'm like, oh shit, how do you like it? He's like, yeah, this is cool. This is this and that. And I was like, I've never seen you play the first one. I'm like, you played the first one? He's like, nah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why do you... Bro, why do you play a part two of a game or go to see a part two of a movie and you haven't fucking seen the first one or played the first one like that? That makes no sense. Yeah, I, I can't do that personally just because I feel like a, like a fraud in a way. Um, but then the second thing, more not question, but so you know me, like I like doing kind of like you like to do the comfy movie theater shit, man. So I'm going, we're going to see it at like two in the afternoon because of how right. long it is. Because we kind of like, do we want to watch the movie and then go like grab some food or vice versa? And we're both kind of early birds. So it's like, yeah, I'm not trying to whatever. So we're going, but, um, even at tune that we have to go see it in just normal movie theater experience. 40 X was sold out. Like wow. the chairs in the movie, normal movie theater are comfortable, but we really wanted 40 X for something like this. I thought that would have right. been really cool, but just sold out. So kind of one of them else. Um, and then one quick thing before we transition to. Our show, wrestling. Does your do movie theaters where you're at sell liquor? Like yeah, alcohol? But actually, so there's a there's an AMC like not even five minutes from my house, mm-hmm. and I never go there because fuck those people. They like overcharge for everything. They overcharge for your tickets. They overcharge for the pot. So okay, <clears throat> so I go to Cinemark theaters. That's my place because there's a Cinemark like twenty minutes from here. That's where they have all the wrestling pay per views at. Um, they don't do that shit at the AMC theater. Um, at least I don't think they do, but even if they did, I wouldn't go there. Um, so here's an, here's a quick example. Um, so I usually get a obnoxiously giant bag of pop, a box of popcorn and a very large drink when I go to the pay-per-view or whatever at Cinemark (laughs) that it costs $13 and 25 cents. Okay. Which still you're talking about a bag of popcorn and a soda. soda, Yeah. $13. That's, that's, that's like. You know, they, they stick it in raw. At AMC, so, so I went to go see Avatar with my brother and his friend. 
And they bought the tickets at AMC because they wanted to go close. So I'm like, whatever, that's cool. You guys are buying the tickets, so I can't really complain about where we're going. But my brother doesn't like to get anything at the theater. He's like, mm-hmm. he, don't want, he don't want to eat. He don't want to drink anything. He wants to watch the movie. Um, our other friend ended up bailing out. So it was just me and my brother. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm getting popcorn and a drink. So yeah. I go up to the counter. I'm like, let me have that number one, you know, large popcorn, large drink. Bro, the fucking, first of all, it was $19.25. That's more a than a ticket. Popcorn and a fucking drink, okay? $19.25 for a fucking large popcorn, large drink. Secondly, the fucking large, large popcorn they gave me was like, dude, it was like, it was like this and like that big. Bro, the one at Cinemark is like a fucking giant, like they give you a big ass container full of popcorn like it's huge it's like twice the size of the one they gave me at amc where the bucket the ones by the yearly buckets amc fucking sucks bro this those people will rip you the fuck off their seats are small they pack you in this theater with these luxury seats it's bullshit the luxury seats are like small as shit and they're all packed in close to each other and they don't give you fucking like any kind of space dude it's just we we go to uh regal okay yeah, yeah, I haven't we, been to Regal in a while. Yeah, we got Regal out here. around here, actually. Yeah, we got so around here we got Regal and AMC. Uh, I saw Wakanda Forever at AMC because that's where my boy wanted to go. But our movie theater choice is the Regal. Just easy nice. buy tickets online, like super. Everything about them is just a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she likes the candy there. If I'm being honest too, she likes the candy. Oh, yeah. better there. But what I was gonna say is that I'm not, I'm not 100 percent if they have liquor at the Cinemark I go to. But they have a full fucking bar at this AMC. And I, was, oh, I walked in there and I looked. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, I like, yeah. literally, I walked in, I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, a full bar, bro, with, like, taps. Yep, that's what we got. And all that shit. I was like, dude, okay. Not bad. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Me. One time her and I went to the movie theaters with a bunch of friends. And we had a couple of drinks before our dinner. So, you know when you start drinking? You're like, oh, yeah, it was Suicide Squad. Not this John Cena one. The, oh, okay. Uh, the, the other one. The old one. Yeah, the old one. The old but not old one, I guess you would say, whatever. Right. But uh so I had like I said, I had a few drinks at dinner and then I had like two before the movie started. I ended up like just falling asleep, sleeping through the whole theater because oh. I was hammered. Um so ever since then I'll only have like a drink if I'm even feeling that. So I'm like, man, I spent all this money to be here. Yeah, um, that's a problem, bro. Falling asleep in a the theater sucks. That happens when you get old, bro. That's something to look forward to. Yeah, so Tomorrow, you know, three hours and 12 minutes of runtime. So we'll see. Um, do you know what we won't see or hopefully don't see? Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, we understand New Japan show. And that's going to be the primary focus today. But when we say what we say, and by the time you listen to this, if you're a true wrestling fan, you already know. Vince McMahon is back in the WWE. So to kind of refresh, and Lou, by all means, please cut me off if I'm saying anything incorrect, because I try not to be. So back in July, as we all know, Vince had all these uh, mis- like allegations with women and pay and everything like that. My man went to Twitter, of all things, and announced his retirement. Triple H takes over in creative. Um, Nick Khan and Stephanie, co-CEOs, all these people... That people liked in WWE return. Some that we don't really care for. But we're not going to focus on the ones we don't like. <laughs> Dexter Loomis. Um, coming back. And, uh, you know, things seem to be on the horizon. Some good premium live events. 
Raw's still a little sufferable, but less sufferable. You know, just a little better quality. You can tell morale's higher, as people say. Well, not anymore, potentially. Vince McMahon is back because he wants to be the chairman because he would like to come back to make a, uh, a sale of the company. Now, there's reports of that's the case, and CEO is still technically higher, and he's not going to be over creative control, and this and that. But if you've watched wrestling, Vince McMahon wrestling, we'll say, for a year, and you just watch one, I hear stories about him, I don't see that happening. He's an egomaniac. You know, yes, he's brought us all joy and some great moments in our life, but... You know, behind the scenes, the things he does, you know, and his logic on things. And I like to attribute a lot to age, for sure. But anyway, just he's back. And now everyone's on pins and needles because it's like, what the fuck? Then you have these other superstars and wrestlers who are like, an example one we've said before, like FTR, who you can tell might be flirting with the idea of going back. Andrade, someone who wanted his release to go back. You know, all these superstars who returned back. Well, how are they feeling? What are they thinking? You know, am I going to get fired again? Or in like the FTR Andrade predicament, do I go back there? You know, because especially FTR, my mans, they were shaving each other's back on Raw with the Usos watching yeah. them. Yeah. They don't, you don't forget that. You know what I mean? You don't forget where you were, you know? So it's just there's so much stuff. I just, Lou, what's your what's your thoughts on everything? Like just just fire away, just shoot from the hip, do what you got. Yeah, to do. it's just it's it's crazy because you know this guy. You know, I've always I, I, I'm I'm a type of person that I'm like a late bloomer. You know, I, I I'm still trying to find my way and 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 whatever whatever. But my goal has always been to retire comfortably. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like not have to have people worrying about oh shit it, does he need this is he whatever if I I ever said if I ever won the lotto or any of that shit I take care of everybody get everybody what they need and then hey <laughs> I'll see you guys later here's a uh, burner phone that has my number <laughs> if you really need to contact me you call for me from that phone but it's like if I had millions and millions of dollars and I was in my seventies. Bro, I just can't, I, I just relax. You just relax, play with your kids or, or, or your nephews or your grandchildren and go somewhere by, a, I don't know, everybody's dream is different at the end of the day. Everybody has yeah. different things and different ways that they want to live their life or whatever. But it's like, bro, if that was me and I was Vince, I'd be like, you know what? I spent all these decades and decades doing this. Maybe it's time for me to just chill and relax and I can build up my own island and have my own personal gym <laughs> with like servants and shit. I mean, servants sounds bad, but when I mean servants, I mean like hot chicks serving me things that are being paid. That you won't get in trouble for. Yeah. That are giving consent, actually. Um, You know, and just like, why are you dragging yourself back into this this business? Like, there's still allegations coming like that. That hasn't stopped. And it won't. I don't. He he will see those till he dies, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not stopping. So it's like, I mean, that's again, and that's just one of the things that's in my like, why? Why at that age would you come back? If if he was in his 40s and 50s, I'd be like, okay, 
you know, I understand he's still trying to stake his claim because he has his name already rings bells. He's got the respect from who he wants the respect from. And, you know, there's still plenty of fans of his out there. So it's just like, I just don't get the reasoning of why, bro. And it's like, sorry to cut you off, but it's like, get it, you're a majority stakeholder. So if they sell, you want to say. But at the end of the day, dude, it's like, you don't have to come back to do that. Your daughter is co-CEO. That's where it's like having that father-daughter relationship. Hey, Stephanie, you know, like, I do have a part in this. I'm not with you, but I have a part in this. And then even, like, like, you don't have to come back, but, like, go out on top, like you said, enjoy retirement. Oh, hey, it's Royal Rumble. You know what? I want to go to the show, you know? Kind of like you hear, like, Undertaker does. Oh, it's Mania. Cool. You want to go spend Mania weekend in L.A.? Because that's your family and all that. And like, he can cool, even but- still, like, make appearances and shit. He could pop up at WrestleMania and they could do a segment. Of yeah. course. They, you know yeah, I mean, like, yeah, if dude. you, as as much as everyone craps on McMahon, us included, right, for his old ways, how he handles business, the whole women thing, like, our view of women is way different than his. You could have inducted that man in Mania this year and he would have got a pop. Everyone would have sung his yeah. song when he came out. You would have heard, thank you, Vance. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, what? Like, now you're coming back again. Real, a real life heel. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so weird, man, because you have all these mixed feelings about this guy and you hear all these allegations and shit. Of, of course, nothing is 100% proven or anything like that. But I was thinking to myself, like, can you imagine WrestleMania? You know, there's a, they have a couple matches or whatever. And then all of a sudden you hear that, no chance. That's <laughs> like out of nowhere. You just hear his music. Like you, you, there wasn't announced that he was coming or any of that shit. He just shows up. That pop would be, that pop would be of epic proportions, bro. Um, but it's just like, again, so he's coming back to facilitate a sale because the digital rights, um, are coming up soon for Ron Smackdown. So he's trying to, I, I believe. What he's trying to do, and again, I, I really don't know, but it, it seems to me like not, he, not our specialty, everyone. Yeah, exactly. It, it seems like if he's not there to be like on top of shit with the sale, he could potentially get locked out of wherever it gets sold to. And I think that's his concern. He doesn't want to be locked out. He wants to be able to just be like, I'm back, which he just fucking did. He literally. Just said, I'm back, bitches, and uh, you can't do a fucking thing about it because I'm the majority shareholder. Like, he's just back. Mm-hmm. He's not in creative control, but he's, like, back in the, like, officially on the website and all that shit. So I think that's what it is with him. He just supposedly, from what I'm seeing, he just wants to be to make sure that he's not locked out. He's not coming back for creative. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, that's what they said. That's the statement they released. That's what they said. So I have to take them at their word. He wants nothing to, he's not coming back to creative. The CEFOs are still going to stay in place. And he did replace some chair people there with people he fired, which is fucking hilarious. He fired these two people, but now he comes back and he reinstates them. Like, it's just so fucking messy, bro. But, um, Look, if he's just coming back to facilitate the sale and to be involved, I, I guess I can understand that he doesn't want his mm-hmm. shit to be locked out. So that's fine. But if he's coming back to, like I was telling in the group chat, that ego, there's no fucking way he's not going to be back on TV soon. Like he's going to be on Raw soon. I, I can feel it. I can feel these things. He's going to come out. 
He's going to do the fucking then now forever bullshit again. And he's going to bounce. He's definitely going to come out and do his strut and have everybody get there. All those fucking marks are all going to cheer for him and shit when he comes out. And that's what he wants. He wants the, the adulation and shit. So I know it's going to happen. Whether he's going to take control of creative again, who knows, man, but he's the majority shareholder. That's the problem. He and as we, if he wants to. And as we said uh, offline, Lou and I were talking is, well, you, you'll noticeably know if he takes over creative. Oh, Carrie yeah. Cross will come out with a helmet again. Yeah. Michael yeah I mean, Cole like, you'll, you'll noticeably, you'll noticeably know things, like, you know what I yes. mean? Or if there's releases of especially talent. Oh, yeah. Just, especially if it's talent who just got back. Now, me, you know, I don't ever wish someone unemployment. Ever, 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 right? But, you know, there are some that if they got released, even if they just returned, even if it wasn't a Vince thing, you'd be like, eh, you know, eh, yeah, I could see it. But it's just, it's, it's crazy. We, As we said, if you guys remember, on the year-end show, we'll see what 2023 brings. We are on the sixth day. We're in the first week of January still. First week. And we got this. We have another thing that we'll talk about once we get into the card, you know. Yeah. And we already got, which we'll also get into later, quite possibly the match of the year, yeah, if not like, decade. Yeah, like just so much already in six days. And it's like, you know, we, everyone rags on these sources and insiders, but I feel bad for them because that's who we're getting all our info from. They probably put yeah. in some hours. Yeah, we just, I, listen, I see it, I take it and I spit it out. That's all I can do. Yep, yep, we and we anticipate how we want. Um, my thing is initial reaction. Pause. pause. That's a delayed pause. I feel like I should throw a pause in there. <laughs> Shout out to B Rob. But uh, you know, my as we said, and I think most of our people, you know, I don't like it. I don't think many people like it. There are probably the few out there like, fuck yeah, he's back. Fan wise, not. Oh anybody. no, it's already happening. It's already happening, dude. Yeah, the Vince the Vince stands are out in full force on Twitter, bro. They're jerking off all over themselves because Vince is back. Yeah, and it's just like got to take it in stride, I guess. Take it in stride. Again, again, I'm not too mad because you know it seems like if I'm going to take him at his word, which I don't know what his how much his word is worth, but I'm feeling the thing that he's coming back. Right, if he's saying he's just coming back for the help facilitate the sale, then. Okay, I get do you it. Think, I do your thing, bro. Do your thing. Just thing, stay the no. fuck away from creative. Don't don't start. You know, don't do any of that bullshit. Just stay away. But yeah. it's just, I find it hard to believe with WrestleMania coming. The timing of this is very suspect. So we're it's, gonna see, bro. Yeah, and this is what I can relate it to uh, from my experience. And if B Rob is here, he'd vouch. So a common thing with military dudes, right? Is you do your twenty years if you decide to, right? The ones who do their full time and retire. They get like government jobs on base where you're civilian now, but you're still around military. And it's like they don't let it go and they still kind of intervene. That's mm. how I compare this. Like my man's did this for what, 40 years, I think at least, right? Yeah, not longer. You're telling me you're just here. You're, you're not going to – even if you're already doing it now at family dinner with Triple H, at this point you're really going to tell me to be like, well, I think you should do this with Braun Strowman. You know, I think he should – uh do this, and then that cross guy. I I don't know what happened, but where's this fucking mask? I need that mask and <laughs> singlet back, and then uh, 
yeah, this Legato del fan, fan, whatever. I, I don't know what that is, but uh, make sure next time they come on on SmackDown, they have a pinata. Yeah, you know, for that, real. That, that, that's what they are. And this this Dragon Lee guy we got coming in, you know, let's uh let's take his mask off and make him uh with uh scripts be with uh Re- Reggie. We'll have him be with yeah, Reggie. They'll dance to the ring. He'll be Reggie's new manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah take his mask off, cut his hair. Make him be Reggie's manager. How's that sound to you, pal? How's yeah, that sound, pal? For real. I just, yeah. <laughs> poor Dragon Lee, man. These poor people, man. I'm telling you. FTR. Yo, did you see Tony Khan's tweet today? Yes, I was going to say we got to give credit to our man, TK. Tony's man. the man. Tony, you know? Tony is a, is a Twitter fucking finger specialist, bro. He, uh, Tony Khan tweeted, man, he was tweeting, uh, for those who didn't see it, you know, every Wednesday he, well, every he always tweets out right before one of his shows goes on. Hey, thanks for watching. We're gonna have a great show tonight. Blah 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 blah. So he tweeted out, "Man, everybody's being extra nice to me today for some reason. Is it a holiday or something?" <laughs> it's like, what a troll, bro. And that shit is true, though. I'm glad he did that shit because you know what? A lot of these fucking people, man. We were talking about this before. Like these people don't show any type of loyalty, yo. You 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 get away from you know people like Buddy Matthews, and I'm not saying he's whatever, but. He, when he left, he did a whole fucking little mini movie about escaping an asylum and I'm free and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he got his, he got signed to AEW. There's plenty of people out there who left and had the same thing. Oh, I left that horrible place and um, I got a new stun on my career and now they want to go back. People like Andrade who start, start fights with people trying to get fired so they can go back to Papa H and now Vince is back. Vince is back. And it's like, okay, well, uh, Andrade, you remember what was going on when you were over there with, uh, under Vince's, uh, thumb, you weren't doing so well, bro. You were on main event. Yeah. Like I think he had like one U S title ring. Yeah, for real. It's like, be careful what you wish for guys. You guys all wish to go back and look at what you did. Look at what the you only did. one who's thrown bitches out. That I think would go back and be fine is like Miro. Cause Rusev, you know, granted he was never world champ, but Rusev was over. He, Vince, the whole Rusev day thing. Did you hear what yeah. Lana's comments are before we move on quick? No. So this, from what I read, right? It seems like she speaks for him cause she's not with a company, but she said on record, like Rusev day will be back in WWE eventually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, uh, she said like, WWE is like the greatest, you know, professional sports entertainment, how they put on like kind of low key kissing ass. Like she wants to get a job. She's probably, she's probably low on funds. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know she'd be doing that fan time page like, uh, Mandy Rose, but I know oh, she really? probably she does have one of those. That's very interesting. I'm going to have to, I don't know if she's doing that. that. I don't know if she's doing that. I'm going to have to further Rose. research those claims. Yeah. I don't know if she does it like Mandy Rose does it though, but, uh, yeah, with her, shout with, out to Mandy Rose. yeah, I love her. Um, the millionaire, insane. Like for real. Like good for her. that's someone. Like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We could sit here and talk, but um. Oh, Mandy. That's another thing with Vince too. Mandy will probably be back real quick now. He's probably on the phone with her. Like, hey, uh, Mandy, I saw them photos, and I think we need a one-on-one meeting here in like, Stanford. Yeah, uh, at my we own. need you back. We need you back. Next and thing you know, they have they have a meeting. Mandy Rose wins the Women's Royal Rumble in Main Events Mania. <laughs> Yeah. She's gonna be the fucking double champ. And she'll go to NXT and she'll win the belt bag and she'll have all three belts. Yeah. 
But uh, I think that's enough on the Vince subject. Just because, as you all know, we come to you live. Well, not live, but we share every Tuesday. And I'm pretty sure between Friday night and Tuesday, there's going to be more to dive into. So, Lou, oh, yeah. Lou, hit us with what we're here for, everyone. Wrestle Kingdom 17. Yes, sir. So, guys, like we told you guys a few episodes, the last few few episodes, we were going to be covering this New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 17 pay-per-view that aired this week. So, again, we are not experts in New Japan in any way. Uh, I am definitely familiar with some of these people. Most of them I am not. Um, and so I'm not sure exactly. I mean, we usually go, you know, match by match, card by card. And I have the card here pulled up. So I thought we could just give our general thoughts about the card and then kind of talk about what we really liked about the show. Because I don't really think there was anything that I didn't like on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much enjoyed it uh, very much. And I was actually, one thing that I really, really, really was, uh, I know you said you had problems, but one thing I was very surprised about is how fucking easy it was for me to just open up New Japan's website and pull up the English version and beam it to my TV. Like, it was fucking super easy. Yeah, and also, oh, sorry. So when I was watching at home, it was easy because I did the same thing, but I watched the second half at work. Right. Uh, and that's the phone was giving me a problem. So oh, for okay. everyone knows, I watched about half of this show in Japanese, which I didn't mind. I thought it was kind of cool. Like I was yeah. telling Lou, uh, I watched the Osprey Omega match in Japanese. I thought it was cool just hearing what they say. And yeah, I'm going to have to do that. It was I cool. It's an experience, you know? Yeah. I definitely need to do that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it was, it was, I, cause I was a little worried about it at first cause I was, it was a little, I had issues navigating the, the website at first when I signed up and, you know, they have a little button where you press and it turns everything English and you, know, you can basically go through everything and find what you need. Um, and I was worried about, man, when this show starts, how does this shit work? Do they, you got to go on another page. You got to do whatever. Dude, I went to their page and it had, <clears throat> there was only two things on the page when I opened their page up. Japanese version, English version. I was like, oh, cool. Then I pressed English and it shit just started streaming. And I beamed it to my TV, bro, and there was no freezing. There was no skipping. It didn't crash on me. That shit streamed from beginning to end. I was, like, super impressed by that. Like, super impressed because, you know, you got some of these apps out there like Peacock (laughs) that you try to watch something, and you can't pause it. You can't rewind it. You can't do shit. It crashes. I was watching Chicago PD last night, which is, like, my favorite show. And that shit crashed three times watching a goddamn fucking hour-long TV show. So I was super impressed by that. But, again, we uh, general thoughts about the show, um, I really enjoyed it. I had a great time watching it, although I struggled to stay awake because, um, (laughs) if you guys can tell or not, I have a little bit of a cold. And I was feeling it on Wednesday. So a Wednesday morning. So I didn't go to work. Well, I used not feeling well as an excuse not to go to work so I can stay home and watch this show because <laughs> I was going to watch it after. But I was like, you know what? I know I can't stay off my phone. I don't want to see spoilers. I'm just going to fucking not go to work. So um, between being sick and the show, I chose to stay home and uh, I was struggling there for a bit. It was like 530 in the morning and I was like trying to watch them like, uh oh shit oh, it was yeah. still on. oh my god what did i miss so 
Um, I definitely had to go back and rewatch some things, but dude, overall, I really enjoyed the show. There were some things there that kind of was a little, a little lost a little bit, but, Mm -hmm. um, as far as pay-per-views, man, this is going to be one of those, it'll be up there. It'll be up there for one of the best pay-per-views I'll put probably, you know, somewhere in the bottom five of the top 10 of the year. I would, I would think just because of, we'll be talking about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so. But um, what were your like general thoughts about the show overall? Um, so like I said, I've watched a couple Wrestle Kingdoms in the past. Um, I really enjoyed it. You know what I mean? I like, I think cause, and I think it kind of revolts, but like you just see the same thing a lot. Obviously like here with uh, like American wrestling, AWWW, mm-hmm. which is fine. Obviously we love it. That's why we do the show. It's cool just seeing like a change of scenery. You know what I mean? Like as yeah. I, as we said before, like I would love to keep up with it 24 seven. It's just to me, it, I can't manage all that like honestly between like work and other things like i would absolutely love to like love to but i can't but no i really enjoyed it um you know i'm happy for them they got a lot of uh like spotlight from this because of things that could have happened and people who were on the show and stuff like that so really really happy how it turned out um just just props i thought it was really really good like i can't I can't complain, you know what I mean? Especially for some I've seen for the first time or not many times and stuff. Like, it was easy, as you said, to just watch and go with. And I liked that a lot. Yeah. Simple. Yeah, talking about it being too much to handle. There was a second show the next day um, where Kenny Omega freaking teams up with Okada and they have a match. And And I've been saying for, what's today? Friday? I've been saying for the past three days, I gotta watch that. And I've yet to watch it because, dude, I'm, I'm barely able to keep up with, like, Impact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to get more into Impact now. And even GCW. Dude, I signed up for the Fight Plus. Yeah. Like, watch GCW. Yeah. I haven't watched any of that shit in, like, almost two months. Because, like, I, I started watching some of it and I was enjoying it. But it's just like, bro, how how do people... <laughs> I don't know how some of you... Like, I watch. love wrestling. But I'll yeah. admit, between watching, I'd say, to be honest, half of Raw, all of Dynamite, all yeah. of SmackDown, and usually all of Rampage. That just dictates if I'm out or not. But like, and then to be honest, a pay per view in there a month, like yeah. usually, like that's enough for me. Between other shows and like as we say, we work, you know, chores. Yeah. Everyone or adults, grown ass yeah. adults with jobs and responsibilities, and then even like playing video games. Like you'd have to watch wrestling. That's all you'd have to watch to can yeah. keep up with it continuously. In it's mind, very hard. And if, and of course, we're like I would consider us like hardcore wrestling fans, as, as yeah. are most of the people in our circle. Because there, you know, there's some people who just watch a show or two or whatever. Like one, there's people who just watch an AEW show or a WWE show, and that's fine. But we. We're the hard, we're some, well, there are more hardcore people than us. I know there are, but I would consider us like hardcore because we watch a lot of fucking wrestling. We I'd say normal that. hardcore. We don't take it personal. Yeah. Cause there's some, yeah. there's some real hardcore people out there. Um, and even with that, there's just only so much of the shit. Like it's only so much of it we can watch, dude. You know, it's a lot. So I, we now basically are signed up to a new subscription service and there's, so many hours of wrestling on that page. I was looking through their page. I was like, Jesus Christ, how am I supposed to watch all this? But getting a little ahead of ourselves here. 
um, at the end of the day, uh, we just, the overall experience for me was great because this was my yeah. first Wrestle Kingdom that I watched from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. One of the things I enjoyed the most is the presentation of it um, and the commentary. The commentary is fantastic. Yes, they were great. The commentary on fucking this show is, is amazing. It's so good. Um, I even enjoyed Don Callis jumping in there on commentary when he did. Yep. Um, but I got our match card here. Um, there was a lot of matches. <laughs> this was the fucking six hour show, which um, is fair. From the, yeah, from the pre show to you know the ending here. Um, but there were some things here, like for instance, this first match when I said I was a little confused about things. There were some things going on in this show that I was a little not. I was a little unsure about. So the first match was Great Okan, Shingo Takagi, Show and Turu Yanu in sort of a Royal Rumble type match to determine who's going to be the number one contender on the next night, which was the show I was talking about just a second mm-hmm. ago for one of their championships. Now, again, this is not going to be the most thorough breakdown of things because, again, most of this stuff is new to me. But, mm-hmm. um, I was lost in this match. I had no fucking idea what was going on. And I think I honestly had the Japanese version on when I was watching this because I couldn't even have the commentary cleared up for me. I was just watching this shit. I was watching these guys beat the shit out of each other and get pinned. And then the match was still going. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was um, cool, though. Like, different. But you know? it was, yeah, it was cool because I enjoy watching these dudes just fucking strong style each other. But pause. It just, I just was confused as the stipulations and what was going on. Um, to me, it was just kind of chaos. Um, this is one of those matches that I feel like I should watch again. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to rewatch this show, but I just, I, dude, I couldn't rewatch it in time to 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 get to this show. Like I rewatched the Kenny Omega match with Will Ospreay, um, and I rewatched the main event, but that's mm-hmm. about it, bro. Um, I couldn't do anything else, so. I did enjoy what I saw, so it's not like anything was bad happening. I was just, just lack of knowledge on me was basically the <laughs> the issue for that first match. So, yeah, I thought I thought it was good. Like I said, it was different. Um, it was cool. I mean, like I said, like these dudes are just they were passionate out there, you know. Like they just kind of they laid it in, you know. It was just like I said, things were all over the place. But I'm a man who likes like chaos and madness and matches and things like that. So. I thought it was really good. Um, is this the one they, uh, Wrestling Observer, I think, gave like a C? Um, I think so. Yeah. yeah, C or something like that, which was like, it was good. Like, you know what I mean? I thought it was a good intro to like the whole show, though. Yeah. Uh, the next match, I believe, was the Antonio Inoki Memorial match, which was like a six man tag. And it was Tiger Mask, Minoru Suzuki, and Tatsami Fujinami. I'm sorry if I, I keep pausing, guys. It's because I'm sucking on a uh, pause, Ricola. Because my throat hurts, so you have to forgive me. Um, Yuji Nagata, Satsoshi Kojima, and Togi Manaki. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, they had a six-man tag. Uh, I love watching Minoru Suzuki just chop people. That shit is just enjoyable to me. So this match already was on the high scale. I ne- I haven't seen too much of this Tiger Mask person, and it's funny. I have a Tiger Lucha Mask which is like the only Lucha mask that I own. And I had no idea that there was a dude named Tiger Mask who was wrestling in that Tiger Mask. So 
So I guess I have to become a fan of this guy because I have the fucking literally the mask that he wears. Um, because uh, I bought that mask for myself because I created my own wrestler, the famous Florida luchador El Gran Tigre, <laughs> and that's the mask that I use. Um, but uh, yeah, I had no idea who this dude was, but he was pretty fucking cool. So I'm gonna look up more about him, and uh, yeah, just another more chaos, dude. It was honestly I was trying to get my bearings of with everything on the show, so. Um, I don't really have too much as far as breakdown for this match. I'm going to be honest with you. There was a couple highlights for me on this show, and I'm literally just trying to get to them. I feel like I'm kind of like pushing everything to the side to get to them because I, I don't have the knowledge to break down every one of these matches. But um, that's why I wish Rob was here because I'm pretty sure he would be able to school us a little bit. But um, Rob and Dan, they know they're New Japan. Absolutely. Um, but again, <clears throat> not anything bad here. Just uh, another enjoyable dudes beating the shit out of each other match, which I'm always down for. Yeah, no, I like this one. Actually, I like this one like a lot. This is one, obviously, I knew nothing of it going into it, to be honest. And yeah, I thought it was really good. They, um, you know, sometimes they like kind of put that second one as something there just to be there or whatever. Um, I don't know how obviously they book and things like that, but what we see here in like the American side of things. But um, no, I thought it was really good. You know, I like Suzuki. We've been seeing him a lot on AEW television lately as well. Um, no, I thought it was good. Just they, you know, it went in. It was physical, kind of everywhere. Um, but it was good. It was cool seeing different things, Tiger Mask and all that. I really enjoyed it. You know, like yes. I said, one another one like you. I can't really sit here and break it down, but I can tell you sitting here. Watching it, you know, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't like a, uh, whatever, I'm bored or, all right, cool, let's just get to something I know. Like, I sat there, observed, enjoyed, which I think is the ultimate goal. Yeah, and I think that's one of the cool things that is one of the reasons why I enjoyed this show as much as I did is because I got to just sit back and just watch it. Like, I wasn't Mm -hmm. trying to analyze it or trying to, you know, break things down. I was just like, okay, this is fucking cool. I was paying attention to the crowd. The crowd is another thing that takes getting used to here. Like they don't like pop really. No, they kind of like, they just released. So they had a big restriction on how they react to matches with COVID. So they Mm -hmm. weren't allowed to do anything. They were literally told you sit there and you watch and you shut the fuck up. That's what you can do and wear your mask. That's like what they allowed them to do. And now they've released, you know, they've gotten much lighter on restrictions. So now they're able to applaud and cheer. But, you know, they it seemed like a lot of the crowd were still kind of unsure about, like, what they could do. Yeah. So they were kind of just applauding and then applauding much louder and shit and faster. Um, But it wasn't like, you know, it's not like you're watching Monday Night Raw where people are jumping up and down and screaming and fucking humping each other and shit. It, it, it's not like that. So... Um, that was another thing that I was taking note of, but, um, yeah, that was, again, I was able to just sit back and watch the show and just enjoy it as a wrestling show. So I got, uh, I, I love that. So the next match was TJP and Francisco Akira defeating Leo, which is Leo Russian. Yo, dude's name is yo. Never yo. Heard Never heard of my man before, but, uh, they put on a show. They put on a fucking show. Absolutely. Uh, TJP is a dude who, I, I, again, I don't know about his personal life. Um, I, I, seeing as how he's working in New Japan, I'm assuming he hasn't done anything too horrible. His political views might not be, 
you know, they might not sync up with mine. But as far as an athlete, I love TJP. I, oh. I really liked him in WWE. I love them in NXT. I love them when he went to the main roster. I like when he was a heel. I love his entrance, his gear, his moveset. He, he's fucking dope. Um, the fact that he's still out there doing his thing is tremendous because I know he had a good run in Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's working New Japan, which is pretty cool. He's got his, he's a junior heavyweight tag team champion there. Uh, which is one thing I've noticed New Japan does not lack is belts. They have a lot of fucking belts. Junior tag um, titles, but I kind of like that. I think yeah. it's cool. It gives you like that yeah, box cool. in a way. Yeah, you got, you know, you got your super heavyweights and then you got your kind of like cruiserweight kind of, uh, people and they have their own set of tag team belts, which is pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, this match was fucking dope, man. Leo Rush, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Leo Rush, but man, that dude can perform. That he laid it out in this one. Super talented. He went all out. He tried to do everything possible to win this match. Um, to the point where, uh, post match, he took a picture and he, he looked like a mummy. He had so many bandages and shit all over his face. Everything was swollen. Everything was bleeding. Uh, he really went all out. This yo dude is also very good. Again, I don't know much about that guy. No, honestly, um, I don't know anything. But um, definitely, again, now that I have access to these people, I definitely want to see more. Um, I was actually more impressed with these guys as tag team champions than um, our next match, which was the tag team championship match where FTR wrestled uh, Bishaman. I was more impressed with the lightweights champions than the heavyweight champions because I was more focused on FTR. Again, we know FTR is kind of going on this world tour of losing championships. <laughs> uh, it was kind of one of those things where we kind of knew the outcome here, but it was still a great match to watch. FTR always delivers. Um, Did you hear that like, they had do you hear they had like flight problems and they got really? to the arena like 30 minutes or an hour before either the show wow. started or their match. Like, But they cut no it very, shit. very close on time. Wow. Yeah, I think it was Dax. I think Dax was the one that posted it that I saw. No yeah, shit. same. I agree with you. I thought, you know, the junior tag title match was a lot better. And granted, like as we've said, we're not experts here. So obviously I had more expectations out of an FTR match. I thought it was a good match, but yeah. which I liked. I liked that I liked the other one better though, because it's like, oh, okay, like something new that I like, you know, versus, oh, I know these people, so I love these people kind of thing. Um, yeah, I thought this one was kind of like whatever. Like I said, it was good, but nothing that like I wanna, I don't think I'd go back and rewatch this. Yeah, it's one of those things where I hate, like, when you're in a situation where you kind of know, oh, yeah, FTR. Yeah. They lost the Triple A belts. They lost the ROH. Actually, they still have the Triple H. The, the no, nah, they, they just oh, lost God. those. They're going. They're trying to get the Triple H belts. Yeah, they're trying to get the Pop uh, So they still have the Triple A belts, or no? No, they just lost those. I think literally last oh, weekend or right. the one before yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. Those dudes are belts. In a month, time. in a month time frame, I think they they lost they all. Lost all three of them. I just gotta look up. Uh, yeah. The date of the Ring of Honor show. I'm gonna look that up quick because I was. I'm definitely curious when it was. What the date of it? Uh, yeah, again, it, it's one of those things where you 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 kind of know the outcome, so it kind of takes away from the match a little bit for me because you know we knew they were gonna lose. So 
Um, even though I did enjoy the match, it was kind of anticlimactic. Like, yeah, they lost, and then the way they lost too. When you watch a match like the um, the the last match they had with FTR, when you watch something like that, and then you watch something like this, and they lose the way they did, it's just kind of like that's that's one of the problems with like modern wrestling. It's it's there's so many like finisher after finisher after finisher after finisher, and it's like these guys take so much punishment that when they lose a regular match, you're kind of like taking it back a little bit like oh shit okay well they lost <laughs> like yeah but again nothing bad i just no it's just, um was very I, impressed with I, these young cats yeah no i agree with you i agree with you when you know something's gonna happen it definitely like you could still enjoy the match and it could be a banger but it still takes i guess you would say like the air out of the room in a way you know yeah but it's like all right, just get me to this. But how are you going to get me to this? And this didn't get me to that. Like I felt with the uh, ROH match that you kind of referenced, I had a great feeling they were going to lose, but they phenomenally led you there. You know, no, that match was that fucking match was tremendous. Yeah. Um, the next match was actually speaking of tremendous. This next match was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zack Saber Jr. defeated Red Narita for the IWGP Television Championship. It was a championship they introduced on this show. Bro, Zack Sabre Jr. is very fucking good. Insanely um, good. Yeah, and this was one of those, like, this is kind of like the um the pure championship in ROH, yeah. if people are familiar with that. This is kind of like one of those matches where it's very technical. Um, It's very, uh, you know, it's a by-the-book technical wrestling match. You're not going to see, like, chairs and tables and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, So this kind of, this might have, you know, this might not be everyone's cup of tea, but... As far as the wrestling match goes, this shit was fucking awesome. Um, yep. And it was cool because before this, especially with the junior heavyweight, the junior tag team championship, there was a lot of chaos. There was a lot of chaos in the first two matches, and then those them kids went crazy, jumping all over the place. So to see a match like this kind of slow the pace down a little bit was pretty cool. Um, yep. This is usually a space where they would have probably had like another women's match. You know what I mean? Because they only had one on the show, but... Um, the style of the match kind of with the way they threw it in there kind of breaks up the the monotony of the other yeah. stuff. So, which I but think I it wasn't a good. I think that was in a oh, good. Yeah. Like you said, like it's cool. Like when you see madness all the time, but it's good to like get to wrestling. You know, yeah. At the same time, yeah. So I like to good day. Yeah, Zach Zaber had had no business doing what he did out there, as good as it was. You know. Yeah, he's so dope. Yeah. Um, I really really enjoyed this match. Um, one match I can say that I was probably for me probably the weakest match on the show. If I had to say that is the uh, and it kind of sucks because it was great for Tamatanga because he defeated Carl Anderson for the Never Open Weight Championship. Um, Carl Anderson was supposed to. Dr- I don't know what happened with um Hikoleu. I don't know why he retained over Hikoleu. <laughs> Um, because everybody was predicting since he got signed to WWE that they were allowing him to go have that match because he was going to lose. So I don't know what, I don't know if it's because they wanted him to do it at Wrestle Kingdom or something. I don't know exactly what happened, but uh, I didn't really enjoy this match. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't. I I was going to. Um, Carl Anderson has a very particular style and I'm going to be completely honest here. And I, and I hate to be this guy. Um, because I am not a wrestler, but I kind of feel like he was just phoning the shit in. I really feel like he just was 
I'm here to drop the belt and that's it. Cause even the finish of the match was super flat because he took the fucking he took the finisher wrong. Like yeah, he fucked he, up the finisher. Yeah, he gives me that vibes too. He's very open about like he's a money guy. AKA when he got fired, he went right back two years later because of the money talks, right? Which hey, I respect yeah. more about again, hey. Yeah, like I said, like people pay to see this and all that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this might just be a payday for you, but uh like, you know what I mean? Like, and it, I feel when you kind of phone it in, it does your, uh, your partner in the ring, like, injustice, you know? Right. But, uh, Hiko, Igaleo, he, um, he's fighting, is it, is he fighting Jay White? Did you hear about that? I don't know. So he, I want to say it's Jay White, but in a loser leaves New Japan match. Holy in, shit. Like, in like two weeks. And I read a report that WWE is interested in getting him. Oh, Higaleo or Jay White? Higaleo. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, so I don't know if maybe that him. had something to do with it. Maybe, okay. All right. Was, I, I don't know, maybe contract reasons. Like, hey, let's not put this on a guy who's not going to potentially be here long. Wow, that's interesting. Higaleo could, could, is WWE. Another, oh, man. You think that's they bring him something. into the, oh, whatever, no, we're not here to talk that. So I yeah, just, I, I was just thinking something like that, and I was like, hmm, that's yeah. very interesting, but, you know, can't speculate on that. Um, Again. Rumors. Speculation. Yeah. What we hear. And again, this match wasn't bad. It was not like it was a bad match. I just, it just, again, it, it just, I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, Carl Anderson, for me, I know that he's a big deal in... You know, Carl Anderson start was uh, one of the founders of Bullet Club, and he had a nice long run there when uh, as a solo wrestler. But I always see him as a tag team guy. Yeah, um, same. I, I just like, always see him I as like a tag him team guy. Together. Yeah, and I just I don't know the match didn't really do anything for me. So we're gonna move on to Kenji Moto, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Shorumino defeating Bushi, Tatsumi Fujami, and Son and Sanada and Tetsu Naito. In a very, that was a, that took me a long time to get through all those names. <laughs> um, straight up and down, I'm gonna be completely honest with you here. I don't even remember anything about this match. There's a good possibility that I may have fallen asleep during this match, and I don't think anyone can blame me because you stayed up late. I was just gonna say, so everyone I knows, lose stayed all, up all overnight to watch this. Listen, I worked. That day, I stayed up all day because I was excited about the stupid show. And then we it did was the Tuesday, right? What did we do? Oh, we recorded our show Tuesday. Uh, and then, right? It was Tuesday. And then that mm-hmm. night was the show. So I was up all goddamn night. Uh, so there's a good possibility that I might have passed out during this match because I don't remember this at all. <clears throat> so for me... So for me, I actually really enjoyed this one, and I think it's because, like, I knew most of the names in this match. So it might have been, like, a mark moment, I guess you would say for me. Right. So I really enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like, because some big names in this match, you know? Yeah. Um, so. Yes, the, the El Faccion Ingorbonables. I was looking forward to watching it because I actually have their shirt. Um, And I don't fucking remember it at all, bro. I'm going to have to go back. And make it a point to rewatch this just because I feel like I should, especially because Tanahashi's in the match. Yeah. Tanahashi's fucking Tanahashi. great. Woo. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, like I said, I really, really enjoy, like I said, the names. I don't know. Just, I think it's cause 
previously. Like I said, I've only really watched Wrestle Kingdoms. A lot of the talent in these were more in like highlighted big matches. And not that this wasn't or anything, but seeing them in this all capacity together, I was like, yo, this is like really dope. Now this could be something average and common that I just don't know. But for me, the not ordinary viewer, this was very cool for me to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I won't be I won't be able to tell you for a couple of days when I actually rewatch the match. Yeah. But moving on, the next match we had Taji Ishimori defending his championship against Hiromu Takahashi, El Desperado, and Master Wado. This match was fucking dope. Oh, great. Um, this match was dope, bro. <laughs> uh, this El Desperado dude, I have, I think he was at Forbidden Door, if I'm not. Uh, I, I think so. I believe so. I believe he was at Forbidden Door, and I think that's like the first uh, action I've seen from that dude. And he's fantastic, bro. Um this is one of those things where I'm, I'm like, I want to, that's why I wanted to write everything down and get everybody's name so that I can continue to follow them. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, there's <laughs> definitely people here who caught my eye and I want to definitely continue to follow them. Like Ishimori, that dude is a fucking beast. Um, yeah, it, it, it just, again, if you're looking for technical breakdowns of this pay per view, I'm sorry guys I can't do that for you The only thing I can tell you is that like, I definitely enjoyed these matches This is one of the best matches on the show So yeah. if you're looking to watch this And you just want to watch a couple things You can definitely refer to this episode of the show And we'll let you know um, What you can miss And what you should definitely watch <laughs> um, This is one of those matches you should definitely watch Because It was, uh, it was fucking great And uh Definitely, another thing you should definitely watch is the following match, which was yes. Kaidi defeating Tab Nakano for the IWGP's Women's Championship. Well, she was defending her championship. Now, a lot of people have had... So, there's a couple things going on here. So, <clears throat> a lot of people had an issue with the length of this match. This match only went five... I think it was literally five minutes and 23 seconds, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of people have had issues with the length of this match because they feel like, you know, the women have been disrespected and there was only one woman's match. And the one woman's match you have on there is half the time of the other <laughs> matches. Um, so I went back and I looked at the times and apart from um, the two main events, all of these matches were about 10 or 11 minutes. I don't have the exact times, but they were about 10 to 12 minutes for all the other matches. Now, with this match, if you take the actual match and you add in the five minutes and 40-something seconds of the debut of a certain wrestler, then you have the same amount of time that everyone else got. So, you know, there's things you have to take into account. It's a new championship. It's kind of like a test run, it seemed like to me. there's They're going to do better. Believe me, they're hearing about all the criticism. They're they're all hearing about it, so they're definitely gonna do a. Little, they're definitely gonna do better with this. But even with the match being five minutes, I think those girls got a lot of shit in. Yeah, they and- got a lot of shit in. Um, <laughs> this fucking Tom Nakano hit my favorite finisher of all time. She hit that Steiner spike. Yeah, fucking Scott Steiner used to hit that shit. 
Um, I was terrified when she had Kyrie up in the air for that shit, bro. And she hit it perfectly, bro. That that's like yeah. the most brutal finisher that one of the most brutal finishers in wrestling. Yeah. And, and you could it, Oh, sorry, sorry, go. No, you're good. And and it's just insane that a lot more people don't use it. Like it's 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 a fucking brutal finisher. Yeah, and you gotta think, speaking on like length of the match, what comes after the match and the match that's advertised to happen in yeah. a few weeks, that's not going five minutes. Yeah. In my opinion, it's not. Right. It could, and we'll explain maybe, not explain why, but why, but I think we just gotta dive into it. You know, yeah. Mercedes, Monet. Money. Money. Banger of a theme. That team has been stuck in my head since I've heard it, bro. I, All I the crisscross uh, comparisons. I can't get it out. Yeah, someone said it sounds like Jump Jump by Crisscross, and it's like yeah. they, they must have definitely sampled it because this shit does sound like it. Yeah. And uh, so one thing it. I want to say to shit on fans quick, sorry, is people like, you didn't get a pop. We, as we said earlier, things like that are, at the time mm. being are not allowed. She got a pop there, still in my opinion. There was a big reaction. And the internet, where, to be honest, a lot of days in wrestling, it matters. I just want to say I'm so happy for her. She looked like a million bucks. And stop hating on her for this so-called botch finish. A little miscommunication, probably between the two of them, to be honest. One's probably never taken the move. And the one doing the move hasn't been in the ring since May of 2022. So you've probably never been in the ring. So kind of respectively F off in that. But, dude, I thought it was awesome. I was just – I felt like I was watching like a proud dad. Like, Man, I'm so glad you said that. I was so – I was so fucking happy for her when when, – so the match is over. Kyrie's holding her belt. The lights go out. You already know what you already know what that means. Yeah, someone's debuting. We all knew it was the worst kept secret ever. We all knew that she was there in Japan. We knew she was there. We knew that she was going to be there. It just wasn't confirmed one hundred percent. It wasn't announced, but yep. we knew it was going to happen. So when they start playing this music and I hear money, I'm like, oh, it's her. Oh my god! So I'm sitting there watching this shit, and. You know, they're showing her little opening video and they're showing little parts of her body and her leg and her, you know, her arms and all this other shit. And when you see her rings, when she's like this, doing her her pose thing and she's got her rings on, I'm like, oh, shit. And then she goes like that and reveals her face. Dude, it was so weird. I had like a weight. I I got emotional, bro. I was just like, man, look at her, bro. She's she's doing it. She's doing the thing. She's in New Japan. This is what she's wanted to do since she was like a little kid. And here she is doing it, dude. And she's walking out with her freaking giant headdress and her her freaking cool outfit and shit that her husband made for her, most likely. Um, I was just so happy for her. So for me to like see this people online talking shit, like I just I don't know, bro. Haters, so like, oh, no, they nobody knows who she is. No one's even reacting. It's like, bro, tell me you don't watch New Japan without telling me you don't watch New Japan. Like I don't. This is my first actual Wrestle Kingdom, but I still understood. Like, I know about the fans not being able to chant and, and doing this yeah. and that. Like, I still educated myself about those things. Yeah. So I knew that. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you, you people, y'all just be kidding. miserable for no reason, bro. Like, I don't understand that shit. You want to hear like, something just, that's very weird already? Yeah. So, I personally, for everyone, I can't fall asleep in just pitch black. Like, I need, 
I need video. Like I like to fall asleep to something. And ninety eight percent of the time, I put on old wrestling shows. You know what I mean? And it's like, I right, what do I want to watch? Well, last night, got up in the middle of the night, go to the bathroom, and I had money in the bank on. So to get to my point, I go to the bathroom and I get in bed, and like two minutes later, Sasha's music hits, and I oh, hear them shit. talk Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks, and already it was weird hearing Sasha. Now this was 2018, so purple hair, Sasha Banks, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It was so weird, and I was like, and I proud dad moment again at like a one in the morning, like yo, I'm happy for that girl, man, like happy, happy, happy. So now she's gonna have that match with Kyrie. I think it's going to be a great one. Uh, it's like eight hours away in San Jose. I'm not going. I would love to go. I'm going. Ah, uh, man. Yeah, that's a long drive, bro. I'm going to Dynamite next week, so we'll see. Maybe she makes oh, an appearance. Shit. Maybe she makes an appearance. Maybe she doesn't. We shall see. Regardless, I'm going to have an effing Hey, that's going to be fire if she actually shows up there and you're there. Yeah, just excited to see all those other matches they got <laughs> advertised. But anyway, uh, wow. just so happy. It was such a cool moment. She got so much love from friends, aka fellow wrestlers from every company in the world, you know, and I'm so happy for her. I thought it was awesome. What I thought was cool is I hope I'm saying the name right, but if you watch like wrestling documentaries, that Ribeiro's, I think it's that Ribeiro's Ribeye Steakhouse in okay. Japan. Yeah, yeah. Um, like if you're on the outside, I think there's a photo of like Undertaker, Cena has his from his early days, Hogan. But the wrestlers, I don't know if you buy them, but I don't think you do. I could be wrong. They give you like the, the jacket. It kind of looks like a, I don't know, like a Leatherman jacket, I guess you would say. And she took a photo. They went and outside her, Bailey and Trinity took a photo together with their jackets on. Right, and I was dope. like, like little things like that, dude. Like that's so dope for them. And like they took photos of seeing Cena's face out there. You know, like so that's just cool. all of it in general. Happy just for everyone involved. You know, I thought it was so cool and. You know, I'm amped to see where it goes because she said she's on a world domination tour. You know, I and one thing hot take here is even if she shows up, I could be wrong. And I'm usually I don't side with Meltzer and it's like, oh, I don't like the guy. But this makes sense. I wouldn't be surprised if she showed up next week, but isn't under a long term contract. Yeah, because she wants to do all this traveling and unless she gets that in her contract, which we don't know, but. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a one-off or, hey, I got you for six months kind of thing. Yeah, and it's kind of weird because I'm on the fence about that shit because I don't know if Tony – I don't know if Tony should agree to that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I know I know it's Sasha – well, I keep saying Sasha Banks. I know it's Mercedes, and that would be – listen, did you see the um the numbers for the pay-per-view? They had, like, 90,000 or something. 96,000 people – Signed up. Uh, there was a ninety-six thousand dollar, ninety-six thousand dollar, ninety-six. I think it was ninety-six thousand people clicked on the English version of the show, which is like for them, it's like it was like astronomical those numbers of many people clicking on the English dub version of the show because usually it's you know Japanese are are watching the show. So all of that they attribute to her. Like they yes, all that that's all to her, dog. To I, like I bet you people tuned in for Osprey and Omega for sure, but those even could have been re- average, regular New Japan because yeah. Osprey, right? But yeah, yeah, she. But I see what you're saying with that because it's like I'm tr- like 
could you argue like she's the biggest woman name out there? Do you want that going to other promotions? I get yeah, it. You Tony. let your talent like Omega do it, who's been doing it, but I bet you she wants to go to AAA. She expresses yeah. her love of like the luchadors and everything like that. Uh, so I don't know. I I I don't. I I agree with you on that. I wouldn't it's if I tough. was TK. I'd be skeptical. Like, nah. If I'm bringing in the biggest name, you're my name. Like, and not it's in an ownership way of a person. Yeah, it's tough because Tony Tony has to unleash the bag. I mean, the bag to sign her. And if he does, he'll he should be like, listen, I'll give you the bag. I'll give you two bags. I'll give you what you want and and more. And you'll have the freedom to go. You can go still work in New Japan. You can go yeah. to AAA if you want. We have relationships with them. We have relationships with them. If you want to fucking do Ring of Honor, you could do that too. But I'm going to need you for three years under contract. None of this walk. And if you walk out on me, this is going to happen. And you're going to lose this. And if you do th- like, there have to be provisions, bro, because Tony can't just keep doing this shit where he's bringing people in. And then when they don't get the push that they want, what happens? They start bitching online and they walk away and they don't want to work. And nah, bro, and, we're not doing that shit. Cause I like have plenty I of people on my roster who want to work and I'm fucking putting them to the side for you guys. And now you guys are doing this bullshit. Nah. So he has, he has a fine line. He has to walk there with that. And they're already kind of in, he's kind of in a predicament, right? Cause if she debuts where everyone thinks she's going to debut next week, she's feuding with the AEW champ. And I don't see her willing, not willing like in an, in an asshole way, but coming in and doing like what Soraya did, which I thought yeah. what she was talking about coming in and feuding with Brit. I get it. Brit's the biggest woman they have. She is, but now like if Sasha's coming in, she's going for a title, like her first match with Kyrie for a title. Now, right. okay. You put her, now you put Jamie Hader in a bad predicament because yeah. Sasha can't lose. You cannot. Like Brent I think we can Knight. argue Sasha will maybe take what one or two pinfalls in twenty twenty three at the rate she's at. Unless she goes back to WWE, then that's to be determined. But <laughs> um I you mean, know what I mean? I like don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm pretty sure she's beating Kyrie for that belt on Oh, on I think so too. I think she's gonna go yeah. on like an FTR tour and win all these yeah. these belts and, and then uh, but she'd also because... be the perfect one to beat Jade. Oh but but does oh she want the, but does she want the TBS title? Oh that my is, god. Does I she think want that's the only option for her? Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because that's the perfect person, man. A hundred percent. Oh, Sasha Banks versus Jade Cargill. Yeah, bro, they should do that. They should fucking one hundred percent do that. They should come in and win the TBS championship. The only thing is is that with that shit, does that make her look lesser than uh Jamie? It does. You know it what does, I mean? does that make her look lesser? Or it does, does because as much as we up? love Jade and Jamie, what title do you see way more often? What gets the more spotlight? It's the A, which makes sense. The AEW title and should have more spotlight than a TBS. I'm going to keep it a buck. That fucking TBS title looks like a toy. Like that shit. Yeah, like Sasha can't come in. They need to redesign that shit because that shit just looks like the TNT title. I think it looks dope. Like, that shit just looks dope. The T, the N, and the T. You know, they had a couple of redesigns already with the belt. Like, everybody has their own variation. Um, but that TBS belt is just, it's not fail, bro. That shit, the little, small, little TBS, like, lower I think it's the letters. blue, too. I and like I think, honestly, blue. it's the lower case, too, bro. 
because you know the TBS logos in lowercase letters, and they yeah. just copied it for the belt. I, I think it, that's a part of it too, bro. Because if it was in ca- all caps, I think it would be different. But I don't know, bro. They, that's a that's a thing. If Sasha, I would love to see her wrestle Jade for the belt, but does that put Sasha like in mid card? You know what I mean? It does because that's the way it's been. But granted, Jade, we love Jade on this show, right? We're yeah. very open about that. But yes, yeah, she's undefeated in all this. But yeah, it's it's the B. I don't like saying B. It's like the it's, intercontinental title for yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's the mid card women's title. It really is. Which, like as we I just said, it's fair. That shouldn't be a higher graded title than the AEW women's title. Like it just should. That's why I say. Even though I enjoy Jamie Hitter being, you know, the woman's champion, she should have been the one to dethrone Jade and she should have been the TBS champion. Cause then you could progress her from there to champion to the, you know, the top level. And then you wouldn't have this issue now and, and, where do you bring Sasha in and then have her beat Jamie? Cause she really shouldn't. You should not beat Jamie Hitter anytime soon. Yeah. And then the other thing too is if you look at these talent, which I, I think Tony, Smart and dumb at the same time. Brings these new talent in, and they instantly get world title matches. Yeah. Now, granted, like, Brian Danielson lost, Adam Cole lost, like, which is fine, but not at the same time, in my opinion. Yeah. But I see why it happens, and I can agree with it. You know, I'm not, I would never argue with someone over it. But are you going to bring Sasha in and wait six, seven months to have her fight for any title? You know what I mean? Like, TK's definitely in a predicament. Like, I'll say that. You know what I mean? And then as we've texted, like, do you also bring – she's that big of a name. Do you bring in her as a mystery tag partner? Even if it's the whole – as I said, my prediction, if she shows up, is Sheeta gave Tony Storm a very ugly look. Even if there's some right. backstage shenanigans and she makes the save as a superhero, I'll be happy because I'm live in attendance. But What I would what I would assume is they they're going to do something like – um you know, they're going to have this match and then maybe uh they're like at the end of the match, they're jumping Soraya or something. They're just beating the shit out of her. That'd and be Mercedes good. comes in to make the save. Lights go out. Mercedes Monet comes out, makes the save. Um And then once they clear the ring, she's standing there with Soraya and she turns on Soraya too. And then she kind of just walks out like, nah, I'm not with you and I'm not with them. I'm, yeah, I like that. I'm here. Like, cause I never liked that whole bringing her in as the mystery partnership. Cause it's like, dude, she's not a, she ain't no fucking mystery partner, bro. That's Sasha Banks, Mercedes Monet, bro. Like that's, yeah, she's the shit. Like she doesn't, she's, excuse my partner. language, but excuse my, she's that bitch. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, and, yeah, and something like that I think would probably work, but it's going to be hard to book that, man, because obviously she's going to want to be champion. And what do you say no to her? She's immediately the biggest star on the roster if she signs, like immediately. So I don't know what to do, man. I don't envy Tony, bro. You know I where? to be in that position. Yeah. And then um, I just saw it. I kind of – that next match, man. <laughs> Will so, Ospreay and Omega. I was glued. I first off, before we dive into it, I want to say it's fresh in my mind. I love that spot on the table what Kenny did. Yeah. Well, which one? Earl, when he, he jumped, jumped through, through the, the when he did, yeah, the, the stomp through, and then when he was doing yeah. the, and all that, like 
Here's King. January fourth, we have match of the year potential, easily top three match of the year. There's not going to be three matches better. No, 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 no. It's it's yeah, it's always in contention for match of the year. It's it's there because from the build up to everything. Because for me, it's in one of the top five greatest matches I've ever seen. That was amazing. I loved it. So it's for sure in for match of the year already. So. People got a lot of work to do this year if they're going to try to compete with that. Listen, bro, everything about this match from the entrances, they did Final Fantasy entrances. I don't know how many video game nerds are out there listening to this shit, but um, Kenny Omega came in as Sephiroth and uh, Osprey came in like the Cloud Strife mercenary theme. So um, the whole black wing, he had, he even had the Sephiroth outfit on, like with the shoulder pads and the fucking coat. Dude, everything from the entrances to, again, the the match, the way it was called was fucking fantastic. Um, there's like, it's almost like there's so much I want to say about the match, but I'm tongue-tied. Um, those hidden blades, man. The only thing I will say is that I was shocked that Osprey lost. I thought he was going to win. Yeah, the match. I thought but he was going to win. As the match was going, I was thinking about it, and I was like, mm, do you beat Kenny Omega here? Because this is his first yep. match back in New Japan. I don't know. Um, but there was – so so uh, Osprey does the Hidden Blade thing, yep. which is like that, that fucking – it's almost like a reverse clothesline. Um, there, he hit one of those in the ma- – well, he hit two. He hit Kenny with one in the back. Was it in the front? No, he hit one – uh, to Kenny in the face, but he kind of hit it, but not really. And then he came with another one where he hit him like right in the back. And Got I thought it. that was it. I thought that was the match. Um, cause that's when he took off the, the pads. Yeah, I thought that was it, bro. And that was like one of the only things about the match that I was like, man, that, that looked like it was a finisher, bro, but that's not his actual finisher. So it's fine. Cause you know. A lot of times you see matches like that where they'll hit finisher after finisher and yeah. kick out. So technically that's not a finisher, but it's like one of those like like uh I don't know, sub finishers. So I like the way he does his cutters too. That shit is so dope. Like I want to see yeah, him and Randy Orton just keep hitting cutters on each other. Those fucking top rope cutters, man. And and yeah. and Kenny's one of the best ones at taking that cutter because yeah. he does that shit where he like he planks and shit. Yeah, like he just—he's like almost parallel to the fucking ground. It's crazy the way he—he he ends up vertical and shit. Oh man! But the storytelling—I yeah, agree with you though. Like it was so good, you don't know what to say. Right. You know, it's just the, I'm over here watching. Not to change the subject, but I'm watching because I have SmackDown on my phone. I got it. And I'm like looking at this bitch. I'm like, who's this bitch? And I'm like, that's Lacey Evans, bro. Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah. They're repackaging her again, bro. You gotta talk to your girl, bro. You gotta get her on the yeah, show. And yeah. Tell her. So you gotta yeah. tell us what's going on, bro. I got, um, I got offline, but yeah, uh, you know, we got Ricochet and Top Dollar, but that nuts. We're over here talking on one screen. I got maybe worst match of the year, and we're talking best match of the year. Yeah, oh dude, God. it's just there it was so I because I yeah, know it was just everything about the match as far as like the storytelling where. Because this is a, a an, ongoing, an ongoing thing that's been going on for like five years, where Kenny yeah. left, um, and you know, 
Osprey's been through all this bullshit. His fucking best friend died. His uh, one of his other friends got injured in the ring by Kenny. Um, and it just for them to play out this like power struggle of like Osprey's like, nah, this shit is mine now. I'm the shit. I'm taking you left, and you're trying to come back. No, it's not gonna happen. And then you got Omega like. I'm the Michael Jordan of this shit, man. Everybody like uh like um uh this guy said in the in the conference. He's like, "Man, there's plenty of athletes, there's plenty of superstar athletes, man, but there's only one Michael Jordan, and Kenny Omega is the Michael Jordan." So all of you are trying to catch up to him, but it's he's the one. And man, he proves it every time, bro. As and as Dan said, the Omega ratings yeah, bro, they gotta change that shit. They have to change the star rating to the Omega rating because he's just—he really is like again. I won't say that bitch, but he is that male bitch. He just—he is always proves the point, man. And uh, massive that man. one, that one when those fucking V triggers that he hit, he hit like sixteen fucking V triggers in the match. That goddamn one wing angel is like one of the best moves, and everything he does is like so cinematic. Like the way he like he picks the he picks you up on the shoulder and he throws that arm out. That arm throwing the arm out is just for show. I, I don't I, I don't know if you realize that. That yeah. that does nothing. That no, does nothing not, to help him do nothing. the move. That's just like look how cool this looks, and then he fucking cradles and then he hits it. Yeah. Um, but dude, yeah, that just and once you hit that, it's over. There's no no one's kicked out of that ever. So yeah, that's another thing. I wonder who's going to act, because eventually one day someone's going to kick out of that shit. And I got to wonder who he's going to let be the one to do that shit. Like, who's it going to be? Yeah. I don't know, man, but I wouldn't mind it being Osprey. That would actually be pretty cool if he let it be Osprey. But, um, yeah, this was obviously the best match of the night. Um, Year. Match of, match of the year. Right now it's match of the year, and it's kind of stupid to say because we're a week into the year, but... um. Listen, I don't know what to say, bro. I've, I've been waiting all day to talk about this match, and now I'm tongue-tied. Like, no, I know, I know. What and you I mean. watched it twice. I fucking watched this match twice, but they just, just, just dudes, it was just wonderful. Two dudes who are so passionate, match. so talented, just, just amazing, just amazing. Bro, that spot where Kenny was—they were standing on the top rope, and Kenny just throws fucking Osprey like through the ropes, like. And he just like that's where he fell through the the turnbuckle, hit the turnbuckle, ran and fell out the ring so he could do the blade job or whatever. That was fucking brutal. I thought that was a fuck up. But I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about the match. It was just it, you have to go watch it. Something like that, you have to just go watch. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, find a way. Watch this. Do what you can. You know what I mean? It was amazing. It was amazing, and the main event had a lot to live up to. You didn't see that coming. You didn't see that coming. Oh, I. It's about time. Yeah. You didn't see that coming, bro. Or Ricochet oh, yeah, has to be the stupidest human being on earth. Instead of doing this, we should have just did a fucking watch along of the show. Because how fucking stupid are you, bro? How stupid are you? You're like, yeah, I'm gonna shake hands with you, top dollar. You're my friend. No, you're not, bro. You ain't got no friends in this fucking business, bro. Yeah. You just cost him a Royal Rumble spot. Goofy. Yeah, I like to give props where it's due. So first off, I personally, I'm not into the rap thing. Top Dollar, he cracks me up sometimes with some of those raps. Uh, not on no acclaimed level. I agree with people on that. Yeah. But um, he's lost a lot of weight. He's lost like 70 pounds. Well, let's see if he botches this. Oh. Okay. Yeah, good job, buddy. 
the monster. Yeah, right, anyway, so now. huh? Yeah, we're not doing a watch along, guys. Yeah, I know yeah, yeah sorry, sorry, but I'm gonna watch along. No, One day just, we'll do it. Yeah, as I said though, that this main event had a lot to live up to, and in my opinion, it didn't live up to it. But it was as close as you can to living something up, you know. Yeah. Yes. Um, Okada winning, becoming the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion from Jay White. Just and you know what's fucked up? This match was great. Yeah. This match was great. This was a fucking great match. Jay White is the shiznit. Okada is possibly one of the greatest wrestlers ever. And it's just, man, after, just after Omega and Osprey, it's just like, how the fuck do you, they really should have had them close the show. Like, they really should have. Um, just because of the, the level of, of, Fucking match that they got out of the the that IWGP United States Championship match, man. Um, yep. But again, I see why they did what they did. You want Okada to close your show as your champion, and that's cool and that's great. And the match was very, very good. It was an excellent match. Um, it wasn't even like good. It was like an excellent fucking match. It's just you had to follow <laughs> one of the greatest matches that's ever been had. Like and- how do you follow that shit. And so one thing I can say, because like I've said before, like I get into wrestling when I watch it. And live and home don't matter. Like that match before drained me. Cause I was yeah. like into it. I, I, cause the, I watched it on my phone and I was just like into it, into it, into it. That like after I put the phone down, I was just like, yeah, damn. But you yeah, know, these yeah. dudes delivered. I like Okada winning. Honestly, I do. Yeah. Um, I was sharing from him from the get-go just because he said he's one of the greats, man. You know what I mean? He put so much into it. Just good. I like Jay White a lot, too. Um, you know, he's part of that whole Forbidden Door thing. He's but, uh, yeah, just I thought this was an amazing match. Like like I said, you weren't going to live up to that match, but that match before was 10 out of 10. This was a 9 out of 10. You know what I mean? This yeah. is They did as good as they could do. I agree 100%, dude. It was uh... – very good, very, very, very good show. Um, I could have, you know, I loved again, the show. Yeah, the show was great. Definitely, uh, best show of the year, guys. <laughs> best pay per view of the year. Hell yeah, um, I love the puns. But yeah, for sure. If you're definitely, if you're trying to like go back and watch the show, um, and you're only gonna, let's say you're only gonna watch four matches, you know. You definitely one hundred percent. You have to watch Kenny Omega Will Ospreay. One hundred percent. Watch that. Um, yeah, uh, I would say if you're only gonna watch four, that's kind of main hard. event. You're definitely gonna watch the main event and the, well, the double main events. You already got two there. The junior um, tag. I would say yeah. I would say watch the junior tag and watch the um the IWGP junior heavyweight championship match. Yeah. Um because that the junior tag was fucking great. And uh I definitely would recommend that. Um you could kind of skip the Kaidi match because it sucks to say that. The um, debut the debut is what everyone cared about. But it's the debut, bro. It's all about that debut. And that doesn't count as a match, so you could watch that on top of the four matches. So if you don't feel like watching a six hour show. You can just go and check those four matches out, and you, you'll be pretty caught up on everything. And um, uh, one last thing I want to say, 
um, before I toss to the loo to let him say whatever he wants to say. But hopefully we didn't insult anyone's intelligence and hurt any feelings with our knowledge of New Japan. I know I want to just stress that again. Yeah, again, we, uh, again, uh, I, I'm the type of person that when I'm into things, I try to at least be somewhat knowledgeable on a lot of it. Uh, but with that being said, again, this was my first Wrestle Kingdom show that I watched. Um, I really, the only one that, uh, the only one that I was close to watching was the one when, um, Jericho, showed up to challenge Omega. But so at I was, that time... I, was, I watched that one. At the time, I wasn't like... I knew about Kenny, um, but I wasn't like... You know, I wasn't aware of how fucking good and all that shit that he was. I just thought he was famous in Japan and shit as... Yeah. Stupid as that sounds. No, um, so I, I didn't get around to watching that show. But... Uh, I will say that this show definitely turned me on to some things and I'm going to be, I'm going to try to make time to get more familiar with it. I definitely want to rewatch a couple of these matches and I definitely have to watch that new year's show because I want to watch that tag match with Kenny and Okada. So um, pretty exciting. It's, 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 it's fun to find new, new wrestlers. And then on top of that, it'll be much cooler if they do a forbidden door too. And I'll see a bunch of these guys come out now and, and come oh, back, yeah. and I'll be able yeah. to like, you know what I mean? I go, fuck, all right, cool. I know these guys now. Yeah. That's always a cool thing. Like, I was kind of jealous and when I was at the theater and some of these, like, the one girl who was there who freaked the fuck out when Shibata's music hit. Like, she freaked out, and she was like the only one in the theater who, like, knew what the fuck was going on, but she was she fucking, dude, she was that she target was audience. Shibata, Shibata. <laughs> like she stood up and she was like this. She was like, yeah. Shibata, Shibata. <laughs> I was like, bitch, what the fuck? Sit your ass down, goofy bitch. Yeah, but that's dope. I want to be one of those dudes where I'm like, I don't want to be like to that level, but I want to at least hear music and be like, oh shit, that's this guy. That's that guy. You know more than the average person there. Well, yeah, hopefully. For yeah. the most part. Yeah. So. But I think that think that does it for us, Lou. Uh, hit your plugs, yeah, unless, baby. Unless we're gonna do the rest of this watch along, it's time uh, to wrap things up. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this this ain't it. This watch along ain't it. Not this one, at least. But uh, you know, thank you guys as always for tuning in. But Lou, where can we find you? Oh man, everything podcast on Instagram. From there, you hit the drum IO link, and you will find. Every single link that you need to get to everything related to my content, including this show and uh, my merch, my solo podcast, my Instagram pages, and all the other good things. So that's where you can find me. Nick, where can they find you? Don't worry about me. Worry about the show. If you've been listening, follow us on Twitter at Wrestling B Trash, Instagram, Wrestling Is Trash, and YouTube. Wrestling is trash. I just want to give a quick shout out. I think I might have before, but if not, I apologize. But, uh, you know, we've been putting in some work, as some of y'all can tell, and views are going up, subscribers are going up, shorts are kind of going through the roof, to be honest. So thank you for that. Plug us, you know what I mean? Do what you can to plug us, you know what I mean? Uh, once again, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Give us some feedback, please. But thank you for listening for the past one hour, 31 minutes, and 20 seconds. We bid you all a great weekend, day, afternoon, month, year. And that's all.